Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's Shoot a Fact. We talk about international student experiences, navigating the challenges of a young adult life, and other fun topics like favorite movies, books, or songs. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Hi. We're back with another episode, like we promised. (laughs) (laughs) We actually managed. Yeah. So let's start with what we did the last couple of days last week. It's kind of a um, weird territory because, like, we talked about something a bit before, but it's still, like, uncertain when we did stuff, you know. So (laughs) (laughs) let's stop with this mumbling. (laughs) Um, So what did you do last week? Last week, well, for the most part, I was sick. I got sick, yay, <laughs> which was fun, <laughs> but I've recovered more or less. Um, so yeah, I just kind of, but I got to like relax, relax, so it was nice. Then, I mean, before that, it was fun because I got to see like a lot of my friends. Like, obviously, that was the week with like New Year's Eve and all those things, so that was fun. I was able to like meet up with all of my friends at least once, so I got to see them all for the first time. After getting back, um, one of my friends and I, we made, oh, we made the potato soup again. The, oh, really? Yes. Was it good? It was amazing. It was completely different <laughs> to when I made it in Madrid. I did not do anything differently, but it was completely different, but it was amazing as well. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was just like relaxed plans. I just hung out with all of my friends, basically. That's and, amazing. Yeah, my friends and family. And then... After that was like before I got sick, then I got sick, was away from the world for a bit. Then I returned (laughs) and then we also went, it's like this tradition where my grandfather invites my sister and I to go like ice skating, like in Interlochen, there's this big, like it's called ice magic and it's like this ice Mm -hmm. skating rink, but it's like, it's not just like one big thing but it has like different little paths that you can ice skate through there's lights there's like a whole theme going oh, on that sounds amazing it's super cool so for the past couple of years we've always gone there so we went there again and then we went and got dinner which was amazing it was like <laughs> one of those restaurants where like all the they don't just have like the generic meals like all the meals you're like does this combination of foods actually work but like it does and everything mm-hmm. was fantastic so that was a lot of fun. I did that after I got got healthy again. And <laughs> yeah, what were, what have you been doing? I feel like you've been doing a lot more. Um, honestly, yeah, I've been really busy. But I think it's just thanks to my mom. Because <laughs> I, I think I said it yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the last episode. She's really active. So we've been just like exercising a lot. Which, I mean, I'm really glad. Cause, I've like, been doing in Spain, none of that. In Spain, I was used to going for a run. And then here, I just didn't bring any clothes. And like I said, I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) So I just didn't do that yet. But we've been going to yoga classes, Pilates classes. Yesterday. So much fun. um, Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I'm so active. Because, you know, Christmas, food, (laughs) everything. But then yesterday we went to sauna again and then my mom has like a, I don't even know, like a practice just like for strength and like, I don't know, it's like an individual practice with her friend. Um, And I went with my mom and the initial plan was just to watch them because then we went to the sauna straight away so she wouldn't have to like pick me up at home Mm -hmm. in between, you know, so I went with her. And then she told me, like, take the shoes, take the clothes. What if you want to, like, <laughs> exercise with us? And I, my plan was just to read because, like, I, I don't know. I've been doing other stuff, so I wanted to read for that hour. And then, of course, <laughs> I participated. But honestly, it felt really good because these type of practices I had when I was doing lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I just, like, can do these type of stuff at home. So it was kind of nice to have a coach. And then we went to sauna, so I've been, like I said, exercising a lot, doing sauna. And then, I don't think I mentioned it last time, but we were recording when while I was in the mountains, because our oh, recording right. got a little delayed. <laughs> um, so I went 
to the mountains. I did cr cross-country skiing. Am I saying that right? Yes. Cross-country skiing. I still can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really fun because my goal uh, while being in the Czech Republic was to see snow. Because yes. I won't see it in Madrid. So I was really happy. And we actually, we didn't expect it to snow. But then we arrived and like, I think it was the minute that we arrived to the hotel or like the apartment, it started snowing, but like so much. That's amazing. It was insane. And during like the two days that we were there, I think like maybe 20, 25 centimeters What? of snow like fell. It was crazy. It was so beautiful because That's there so were no cool. people. It was really in the nature out there. So it was beautiful. That sounds amazing. And it made me so happy. Yeah, and other than that, it's been weird because, like, when I'm at home, no one's at home. It's just me because <laughs> other people are going to work <laughs> or to school. They have their lives. <laughs> yes. So I've been home alone. But yesterday, actually, I started playing the piano again, mm -hmm. and it felt amazing. You told me you played yesterday as well, right? Yeah. I, I like, my friends, and when they come over, we usually, like, play a little bit and, like, sing and stuff like that. So I've been doing that. Mm -hmm. But yesterday was, like, the first time where I, like, sat down and properly just, because nobody was mm -hmm. home. So I just went, because the piano's in the living room, so I wasn't bothering anybody. So I just played for, like, an hour straight, and it was so much fun. Me too. I, I realized how much so I much missed time. Him. Me too. Me too. I've been just like replaying the stuff I played in the past. Yeah, like my favorite one. I wanted to learn a new a new song, but I don't think I have enough time for that because like I started playing just yesterday. <laughs> yeah, same. That would have been so nice, I've been just but playing. Yeah. And um, before we started recording, we talked about how I have like a old keyboard uh, keyboards at home and no one plays them so my idea was to bring them to spain which would be amazing because like the both of us could play it That'd but be i so don't know i just have to figure out if it's even possible and i was thinking i could bring in like not now but maybe after um summer break. after summer because like i think at the beginning of summer we're gonna have to like move our stuff around yeah and, that's true um like uh, leave it somewhere yeah <laughs> So I feel like it would be easier maybe after, but it would be so good. It'd be amazing. I support that yeah. idea. If it's in any way possible, <laughs> that would be so much fun. Right? I know. Yeah. And then, oh, I've actually watched a new, I think it's like a TV show on Netflix and it's called 20-something Austin, I think. I don't know if you know the concept. Mm -mm. I think there's like more... Um, more of these shows or like episodes from different states of the US or different I don't know cities. cities and like it's a little different from the usual TV show or like reality show because I don't I don't think there was any like specific goal it wasn't ga any like game it was just I think eight people that moved to Austin in Texas <laughs> that were like 20 something years old and they just like moved it was two little houses next to each other and in the one there lived boys and in the other one girls lived in there and it was just like they were doing like normal stuff you know like finding jobs and going out for groceries i think they even paid for the rent the only i, I guess advantage <laughs> <laughs> no like i feel like the only advantage they have was that they were on tv and that's it maybe they earned a little yeah. bit of money from that yeah Yeah, maybe. But it was interesting because, like, like I said, it was a little different from other reality shows because there wasn't any game, there wasn't any goal, like, mm -hmm. um, no prize. To I don't win. know what shows I, I watched. Maybe Twelve to Handle or Are You the One? Do you know the Are You the One show? Mm -mm. That is so fun. It's like there's, I don't know how many people. I think ten girls and ten men, and like some kind of love expert i don't know <laughs> just like finds matches between the people that um apply for the show and then each of them like there's pairs mm -hmm. that they were paired up by i don't know if the love expert or the producers <laughs> i don't know and like throughout the game they get to know each other and they have to like find the perfect match for them and then every week they like sit down Uh, like the pairs and then they will get the results of like how many they got right 
they don't know like who but they know how many and it's so fun because like you're also getting to know the people and then you're like this could be with this you know wait so the like love expert matches up like couples but like the other the people Mm -hmm. in the show don't know yeah yeah oh so like based on the tasks and everything they need to kind Mm -hmm. of figure out okay but what if the love expert gets Mm -hmm. it wrong (laughs) i don't know i mean then just like pair them up it's not like they have to be together you know okay but like based on who they think would fit together mm -hmm. right okay yeah like the qualities and i don't know beliefs i don't even know how like what are the criteria (laughs) to do that but it's just really fun to watch but this show the 20 something austin it was just really random it took me a really really long time until i like understood the show Mm -hmm. because i was waiting for some like host to appear you know and explain what's going on but nothing (laughs) they just like moved into the houses and lived their lives (laughs) (laughs) but that sounds fun yeah it was really interesting because like you could see living them in real life well they had to get a job and stuff Mm -hmm. you know because they they only lived off of their savings for a while i think i don't know it wasn't so much detail but it was fun (laughs) i just wanted to recommend for some people like reality shows you can watch it it's on netflix i've just been watching emily in paris and it hasn't (gasps) it hasn't been good but i've just watched it literally yesterday i watched the first episode of the second season because i needed to shorten my nails so i was like i need to watch something while i'm doing it you know (laughs) to distract me and i don't have anything specific that i would be watching now so i i was i didn't want to watch it but it's like i don't have anything else to watch so i tried and i am not gonna finish it no one will ever force me that's what i thought but here i am i just finished it (laughs) i don't want to waste my time with it but you watched the first season right yeah i watched that was already not great but it was better than the second based on that i didn't want to watch the other one (laughs) it's just i don't even know what's i feel like there are so many stereotypes that aren't even correct you know no and the storyline isn't good and i don't even like the main character like (laughs) especially in the second season like she was a terrible person like I don't know. Right? I know um I know her from other like movies or shows and I like her. The actress I yeah. like Lily Collins, but yeah, but in this show I'm like mm, She's no, annoying. She's no. so annoying. I know. But so I don't know. Annoying. And even honestly, while I'm talking about stereotypes, I have to say <laughs> they portray American person traveling in Europe perfectly. <laughs> that's true, that's true. They got that one right. Right? That's the only thing I feel like is really um, captured well. But other than that, I don't know. The storyline's not good. And then... Uh, Everything's just, just super over-exaggerated. Yeah. But I don't know. Absolutely. I just watched it. It's just one of those shows that like you can just have like while you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. It can just be like running in the background. And you don't really have to pay attention. You will still understand yeah. what's going on. And there yeah. went a whole 10 hours yeah. of my life. Do you remember, do you remember in, right in the first episode... Um, while she was on the train and she was supposed to leave with that guy, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if some people want to watch, <laughs> this is going to be a spoiler. So just skip like a few seconds ahead. But um, the other guy called her and then she was like, the one night was a mistake, blah, blah, blah. Like, who wouldn't expect? Like, she knew she was on the train with that guy. Like, she should have been yeah. more cautious. Yeah, It's just these Whisper. stupid things makes me yeah or it just makes me mad yeah no (laughs) yeah she's a mess but yeah there we go that's our review so that's it for a tv (laughs) shows and series (laughs) (laughs) so for the main part, for the main topic of today's episode, we're going to be talking about, well, languages in general, but more specifically, our languages that we speak and also our native languages. So we're going to just kind of talk about all the languages that we speak, how we learned them, why we speak them, how well we speak them. And then we're going to basically teach each other a little bit about our native languages. Yes. Yay. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be really interesting because, like, I love languages. 
And they're so, like, on one hand, I feel like some languages are completely different. But on the other hand, they have a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be fun. And I think we also make up a lot of languages together, right? We have, like, well, Czech, Swiss German, Mm -hmm. English, Mm -hmm. maybe French. A little bit of French. (laughs) And then you said a little bit of Italian, Mm -hmm. right? And then... Spanish. Am I missing something? Spanish. Oh. <laughs> of course, the most obvious one. So yeah. it's six languages, which is really good for two people. Yes, we can travel the world. <laughs> I mean... Which is, of- while you mentioned it, I have to say, this is why I love languages so much and why, why it is like so fun for me to learn. Because like you can travel the world and still understand or like talk to people, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Because you can like practice and I don't know, it's just so much fun. Yeah, because even if you you're not travel, like fluent, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then when you travel to some country and like you have no idea what the, I don't know, titles outside or like ads outside say or even people or you can order in the restaurant that's boring <laughs> yeah sounds frustrating <laughs> right um so i obviously my native language is czech and after that i've started learning english i think in the third grade I think because now I th- I feel like it's slightly changed because I think like the education not restrictions what is it called System? requirements maybe oh. changed a little bit so when I was like in the first grade it wasn't mandatory to learn the second language yet it was from the third grade I think today it's a little different mm-hmm. or like depends on the school I don't know so I started learning English when I was like I don't know nine years old something around that but I have to say the first few years weren't very like good quality language teaching um but I think I just learned something and then what helped me was that I went to um the secondary school is Mm -hmm. it called Mm -hmm. I still can't remember the like or um, like middle school yeah or middle school um and since I had to like do exams entry exams for that i got tutoring in english and that helped me and then obviously the middle school because the middle school was like language based or uh, focused on languages so that helped me and then after when did i start learning french i think in middle school too yeah i think in middle school i i started learning french and i learned that for four years which now (laughs) I don't remember anything because <laughs> it's been same. too long. I wanted to continue in high school, but since my high school didn't offer it or like the specific program that I was in, they didn't offer it. So I had to choose either a little advanced German, which obviously I couldn't because I couldn't speak German, which is one reason. But the other reason, even if would we, uh, if we would learn from the basics, I wouldn't want to learn German because I don't like that language. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so they offered... Spanish, so I took Spanish, and ever since then, I just fell in love with that language. And I mean, everyone can see because, like, I'm studying in Spain, <laughs> so it's, it's probably obvious. obvious. <laughs> and I think that's my that's my path with languages. What about you? You have um, it a little bit more interesting. I feel like <laughs> you think so. Well, yeah. I speak. Well, my mother tongue is Swiss German, and then. I speak English because my dad's from the U.S. and we would always speak English at home. And then I speak like German German, like high German, because you're forced to learn it in school. Like from first grade on, that's the language that's used in school. Like the teachers only speak high German to you. You need to reply in high German. That's life. Then I started learning. Wait, you really had to like at school, you really had to... Like, talk the high German. Yes. What if you spoke Swiss German? It's, like, not... Um, you just can't, couldn't do it? Well, it depends on, like... Some teachers would be really strict about it. And, like, they would just refuse to have any sort of interaction with you in Swiss German. Because you mm-hmm. needed to learn high German. So, that was kind of their way of... Because I never... I learned, like, grammar and stuff 
in high German, but like basically the language, like speaking it, you just learn because you go to first grade and suddenly everybody around you speaking it and you need to speak it as well. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, school is just in like math class, everything they would teach in high German, like Germany, German. And then in fifth grade, I started learning French. I studied French for 10 years, I think. 12? I don't really? know. Really? That long? I Wait. just learned for four years, which... Fifth, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, two, three. Nine years. Nine years. Okay. Which is sad That's because... a solid amount of time. Now I... I don't know. I forgot everything so fast. I feel like if I got back <laughs> into it, I could... Probably it would get better again. But as of now, like, I could probably not have a conversation with this French-speaking person. No, me neither. I'm not even sure if I would be able to understand. And I'm kind of sad about it because I feel like it takes a lot of time and, like, effort mm -hmm. to learn a language and to be able to speak it. But then, like I said, I had to choose, um, or I didn't have the option to choose French. And I, I took an elective of French, I think in the second or third year of high school, maybe even the third. So like I had a two year gap where I didn't speak it. I didn't even hear it, which is like the main problem with languages. Because like English today, it's everywhere. Yeah. So you can watch movies, you can watch um series and read books which these are still like the secondary way of learning I feel like or not like a secondary way but um you know for example when you buy something in the store usually it will have English titles I have like a bottle of juice right here and it even says everything in, in is um in English and then At the back of the bottle, obviously, there are, like, Czech um, translation or something. Mm -hmm. But initially, everything is in English, even in other countries than English-speaking countries. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. you can see it everywhere, even, like, unintentionally, yeah. you know? So, you could just see it every day, and it reminds you of it, and mm -hmm. you can learn new words. Whereas the French, I can't see it anywhere. So, like, I haven't seen I it mean, for I two have years. It everywhere. I haven't heard a word. <laughs> I don't know because we have everything in German, French, and Italian, and like the yeah. announcements in the trains, they also make them in French, whatever. But still, yeah, that's true. Even like announcements in trains are already also in English. Yeah, exactly. In Prague, Everything's in is, English. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's I feel like it's easier to learn, and also in general, I feel like English is kind of easy to learn. English I don't know, maybe is just for me, easier. But Right? I feel like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and French, I don't know. It's. Do they say that it's hard to learn? I don't, I don't think remember. it's that hard to learn. Yeah, me neither. I, don't I think just remember that. It's people like the same French level as Spanish and Italian. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like one of those languages. And yeah. I feel like they're not especially difficult to learn. Yeah. But maybe since I didn't have, like, how would I say this? The foundation. I didn't have french like under my skin you know i just learned it at school but i didn't watch series yeah, i didn't that's watch the movies thing. i didn't read books anything yeah. you know so like it was only at school and i didn't even like speak it yeah. very often just like like i said just in school in classes yeah. so then i have it ha like didn't have it for two years and then I took the elective and <laughs> it was a disaster i thought i could I could at least like remember the basics yeah. or something and this course I think it was supposed to be like mild advanced course mm -hmm. um and then we still started like at the beginning which I was kind of annoyed at first and then I was like thank god because <laughs> like I couldn't even, even like present myself <laughs> it was insane and it got me so nervous because I didn't expect it and then literally I just couldn't say a word And then, um, I don't know, I just feel like because I like languages and I like to speak them, I don't like when I can't. It you frustrates know? me, Which yeah. is kind of the problem with Spanish as well. Yeah, yeah. So I got really nervous, yeah. And then I just gave up because 
I don't know. The I teacher mean, wasn't even that, like, she was nice. Mm-hmm. But as a teacher, she didn't teach us much, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I didn't have any other opportunities. So I just gave up on French. And maybe we'll maybe see. Maybe I'll I will pick get it up back again. Yeah. We'll see. But I don't know. Probably it, not. It's a useful <laughs> language to know, technically. You know? Because, like, it's yeah, spoken in a lot of countries. Sure. It's spoken in Switzerland. Like, it would make my life a little bit easier. But, mm-hmm. like, at what cost? <laughs> And then, yeah, and then in middle school, oh, also the thing is the whole system has changed. So now you do French Mm -hmm. in third grade. I did in fifth grade. In middle school, I started learning English, like officially Mm -hmm. with my classmates. Now you start learning English also in primary school, so way earlier. But that's when we started in seventh grade. Then I also did Italian for three years in middle school. And then I started taking Spanish when I got into high school. So I took Spanish for three years. And that is when mm-hmm. I lost all of my Italian because I don't know, <laughs> it's just too similar. So when I started yeah. learning Spanish, I kept wanting to like speak Italian and like only the Italian words would pop up into my mm-hmm. head. So I kind of had to push the Italian away in order to learn the Spanish. And it, it cost me all of my Italian. It's really sad, but... I mean, Honestly, I still understand it, but it, when I speak, I want to speak... Like, I can start a sentence in Italian, and I will just switch to Spanish. Honestly, when you put it like that, I think that happened to me with French as well. Because, like, in the first few months, I would still, like, the French words would come up, and yeah. I would want to, like, speak French, because I was fresh out of middle school, so by then I remembered something. Um, but it would keep messing up, and I think... My classmate, my friend, she also, I don't know if she spoke Italian or if she had like some, maybe her dad speak Italian, something like that. So then she would keep messing it up as well or like having the accent. So those languages are just really similar. But on the other hand, it helped me a lot with learning Spanish. That's true. Like, um, our teacher, she's Czech, but she would be speaking in the class only in Spanish, even though no one... Or, like, there were a few people that learned Spanish before, but most of us were really just beginners. That's great, though. And, yeah, that's amazing, because, like, we picked it up pretty mm-hmm. fast. And so it helped me that I knew a little bit of French, because the words are similar, so I could at least, like, understand her yeah. a bit, which was great. But then I had to push back to French, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of helps you, because, like, the words are similar and everything. Like, it helps you when like trying to understand people speaking that language but then speaking i feel like i just have spanish and that's it like i can understand you in italian and then i will reply in spanish i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah which is sad but i don't know it's just the way it is yeah yeah okay so the next part is us talking about our native languages some interesting facts, maybe some funny phrases. I don't know. We'll just see <laughs> as we go. <laughs> so, like I said, my language is Czech. And first of all, it's not a world language at all. It's like really, um, what do you say? Like not main language, but like the na- national language Yeah, of the country? Or official. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, official. So... This language is official only in the Czech Republic. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you can't use it anywhere else. <laughs> um, and I think I think it's one of the most difficult languages in the world to learn. Because we have like so many rules. And from the point of view of maybe like American and like English speaking person, I can't imagine <laughs> learning it. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be able to, cause like we have so many words or so many rules. And then also it's like, these rules are, are not as special in English. Like we said, English is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like from that point of view, it has to be really um, difficult. Um, so for example, we have, um capitalization of letters and there are so many rules for that and i even when i was like looking for some interesting facts so i wouldn't have to come up with it by myself wait like <laughs> you you capitalize certain words besides um, just the first letter of the sentence is that what you mean yes oh we do that as well <laughs> i mean i think we do it 
for like names of streets or like countries and I don't know what else. I don't know, just like very random. Oh, but yeah. the thing is that there's sometimes are like contradictory, you know, mm-hmm. where they say that like you're supposed to uh, capitalize the first letter of the street, but if the street has like two names um, or like two words, mm-hmm. just like one of them is capitalized or like university art like charles university you would say if you say university first and then charles Mm -hmm. just like the first or i think both are capital see i don't even know (laughs) it's like very difficult it depends um and when i was looking at the facts on the website it said that even like 70% of native Czech speakers say that they don't really understand the rules. Fair so enough. as you can see, it's very like complex. <laughs> and I feel like I do a pretty good job. But like I said, my strengths are languages. So other people are just lost. And me too, sometimes. So it's really, yeah, that's really difficult. Um, another one is that we distinguish like vowel length. So, I don't know, if we say, for example, hulka, <laughs> that's like a stick, and the U has a ring above the U, and you just, like, prolong um, pronouncing the letter or something. And then we also have eyes pro, pro, prolonged, um, which is, for example, misa, which is a bowl. So, we say misa instead of misa. Mm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we have that so i feel like this is kind of similar to german where in english i feel like when you have a certain word you just say it one way you know it's just like word you can change it too much whereas in the czech um or in german i think you kind of like bend the world words it's like similar when you have verb conjugation where like in the first person it's like i do mm-hmm. whereas the third person is she does and we have that not only with ver- verbs but like with other words nouns as well for example when you um call someone like a person um wait let me i have to say with check name because like with your name i couldn't even like bend that <laughs> but for example my name is christina but when someone's like calls me they say christino you know, so like we kind of change the words a little bit depending on like what we're saying. We even have, I think, seven. I have no idea how to translate that, but like seven, I guess, quote unquote rules. But I mean, it's is just, it like cases? Yeah, the f- I guess I think so. I'm not really sure, but but just the main <laughs> idea of mm-hmm. this that we just like bend the word somehow to. Um, what's the word to to, oh to like adjust them Mm -hmm. kind of to what you're saying yeah so you can just say the like the basic word you have to kind of adjust it to say it grammatically correctly um also another like interesting thing is that the structure of the sentence it's not very firm you can kind of like play with it you know Mm. it's not like the verb has to be after the noun or something like that you can just like kind of move it around and just play with it say it whatever way you want which i feel like is good and it's fun because you can make that many mistakes i mean obviously sometimes it doesn't make sense you know and then obviously we have some untranslatable words, which I feel like every language has. <laughs> but then it's very difficult to like explain because sometimes it has like translations that are maybe not very precise, but you can still like explain what you're saying. But sometimes I have a word and I'm like, what do I say? I have no idea. But I think, like I said, it ha- every language has mm-hmm. that. Um, and then we have our special letter that no one in the world has, which is R, which is basically R with like a thing above. I don't even know what's it called. And I don't know. It's just a letter. <laughs> I don't think I have to explain. It doesn't mean anything but how by does, itself. What's it's the sound like, of the letter? R. As opposed <laughs> to? How do you say R? it if it's without the... Because it sounds like R. R. Oh. Yeah, 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 it is. It just has the thing above it, which makes it R. 
But basically, yeah, it's like R with a special. But what do you do if you don't <laughs> have the thing above it? What do you mean? How what do, do I you do? say it? Pronounce it. R. R. And if you put the thing yeah. above it, it's. R. What is the difference? <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Wait. So R. Can you do uh, it? R. Do both again. Yeah. Okay. R and R. R and R. <laughs> it's just more aggressive. <laughs> I yeah, I don't even know how to like. You can't explain it. You mm-hmm. just have to learn, I guess. And I know that some kids have to go to like a speech. Oh yeah, um, therapy. therapy or I don't know what's it called to like pronounce them correctly. And yeah, we say r like r and not like r. Like yeah, American people. Yeah. <laughs> And then some uh, like interesting fact that I didn't even know is that Czech is a minority language. I mean, in other countries, which I know, like Slovakia, obviously, because we were one country for people who don't know, <laughs> um, or Austria, Poland, Germany. But it's also a minority of 1.93% in Portugal. <laughs> That's so <laughs> random. Right? That's like a lot, know. you know. I guess it's it is. That's why I was very like that surprised. And I guess it's just like from people like moving around in the past, you know. But it was I just really I didn't That's know that. And then the last thing I would say maybe is that like I said, because we were one country with Slovakia, um, you could just talk with Czech, you can talk to a Slovak person like with no problem. Because like we have most of the words we have the same. But they pronounce it like a little bit different. For example, um, we say protože, which is because, mm-hmm. and they say pretože. Mm, okay. So it's protože or pretože. So it's really like similar, but they just pronounce it differently or like it's obviously been written down a little mm-hmm. differently. And they have usually different grammar, grammar rules, like with using, I think, eyes. We have specific... Um, we have specific rules, like after what letter you're supposed to put the Y or I. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a different, but like you can speak to them, no problem. Okay. So that's kind of, that's the only country <laughs> that we can talk to <laughs> without having to learn something. Well, and then obviously go. they have some words that are like totally Completely different, different, but just like, yeah. Nice. So that's the basics of Czech, <laughs> like interesting topics. So now you can talk about Swiss German and then maybe we can learn each other a few phrases. Yes, for sure. Okay, so uh-huh. where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> well, Swiss German is like, I never know how to explain it. It's basically, it's spoken in all of the Swiss speaking cantons slash regions in Switzerland. And... Also, apparently, in some of the, like, northern regions of Italy, according to this one website that I found. And it's really, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, (laughs) you you take German, like, German, as they speak it in, like, Germany, for instance, and you just change it. And it's like, (laughs) I don't know, like, for the most part, we have, like, the same words, but we just pronounce them differently. For mm-hmm. instance, um, I don't know, like I always give this sentence as an example where it's in in high German, you would say, like, I'm going home now. You would say, ich gehe jetzt nach Hause. And mm-hmm. in Swiss German, you say, ich gehe hey. So basically, you take okay. the ich, which is I, you uh-huh. shorten it to e. You take the uh-huh. gehe, which is go, you shorten it to ga. Jetzt... Mm-hmm. You turn into it's, nach, we don't say at all. And then, hause, <laughs> like, nach hause is like, hey. So, for the most part, we really just like shorten the words and like make them easier to pronounce. Like, cause like high German is quite, like, it's quite harsh and it's quite like, I don't know, like rough. And then, if you take mm-hmm. Swiss German, it's easier to like speak faster. It's easier. It's just like mush, mushed all together. <laughs> So, but we also have certain words which are um, completely different to um, high German. For instance, like cat is kratze in high German and we say busy. Or like butter is butted and we say anke. To smell 
in high German is riechen, we say schmecken, so completely different. Or to mm -hmm. like something like sounds is klingen in high German, and then we say töne. So some words are completely different. Yeah, so for the most part, I would say we just kind of shorten the words and like mix them up a little bit. But then there's also certain words that are completely different. But then like within mm -hmm. Switzerland, we within like Swiss German, there's also like a bunch of different dialects. Which, like, sometimes we just pronounce things differently. Like, one example is, like, snow. Like, to snow, the verb. Like, some places mm -hmm. they say, um, schneia. Some places they say schneia. Some places they say schneia. So, kind of different there. But then there's also, again, some words which are just completely different. For instance, in, like, I speak mm -hmm. the, like, Bernese version. Which the, oh, what do you call that in English? Oh, a swing that you sit on, like, as a child. Mm -hmm. um, in the Bernese version of it, it's riti plampi. And then in Zurich, for instance, they say gireitsli. So, like, completely different. Say the first one again. Riti plampi. Really like it. <laughs> ah, it's so cute. I don't know why. I just like that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good word. And then what I find very interesting about Swiss German is, like, there's no rules. There's no grammar. There's no, like dictionary there's no anything so we basically oh, yeah, you mentioned that that's really <laughs> weird because <laughs> i feel like technically officially it's not even a language but like whatever so uh -huh. you can basically we learn it because we hear it but for the most part like i can't do anything wrong like and everybody kind of speaks it a little bit differently also in terms of writing because there's no like rules There's no, like, give. you can't say, like, oh, this word, you need to write it like this. So everybody writes it differently. So when I get, like, a text message, even if I don't look at, like, the name, like, I can mm -hmm. tell who, yeah. who it's from because, like, each person has, like, their, like, I write words a certain way, but, like, I always write them the same way. And then my friend writes it differently, but always the same way. So we kind of have our own way of, like, writing, which I find very interesting. And then Swiss German is pretty much just spoken mm -hmm. in like any informal situation so like I speak Swiss German like 99% of my life and then only in like mm -hmm. formal situations do I speak high German like in education in school I speak high German and like in politics you speak high German if you're like writing like a formal email to your bank you'll write it in high German so like in any more serious and formal situation You speak high German or, like, you write high German, but in any, like, casual, like, with friends, family, messaging your friends, you speak Swiss German. Mm -hmm. So, okay. yeah. And I don't know what else there is to say. I have a hard time, like, explaining it. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, what's also interesting is, like, we... I don't know how to explain this because I don't remember learning high German Like, you kind of mm -hmm. just, like, learn it, absorb it. And we can understand people from Germany or people from Austria or whatever pretty much mm -hmm. from, like, birth on. <laughs> But they cannot understand. Well, mm, most of them cannot understand Swiss German. I feel like that's because, like you said, you shorten, like, Swiss yeah. German shortens the words. So, like, if you're used to it, you know where those words kind of, like, come from and you can... Um, construct like kind of just see yeah. yeah like guess maybe what are the words whereas if you have the words already like shortened yeah the like high german doesn't know what you're talking about which like when you in the beginning when you said the example with the i'm going home now mm -hmm. when you said those um sentences like in high german and then in swiss german i it felt completely different and then when you explained it mm -hmm. like word for word I could see, like, how it works and that it is similar. But when you say, like, yeah. together and, like, kind of fast, you can't... I, I thought it's completely different. So yeah. I guess that's maybe the problem. That's the thing. Because, like, I could... Like, when I was in Berlin, like, nobody understood us, but, like, we could understand everybody. And it's kind of yeah. like that without learning. But then... But, yeah, so we don't even really have any grammar thing. Then high German itself is obviously difficult. <laughs> And we have the mm -hmm. like same thing that you mentioned with the where we change the 
words. We call them like cases. So it's basically depending on the context. You will just change. For the most part, you just change the ending of the word mm-hmm. to match. I don't know what it's trying to match. I don't know what it's doing. But it's like <laughs> depending on the word and like um, what exactly you're trying to express, you change the ending of words. Yeah, I think that's the similar thing. Yeah. Is- with Czech. exactly i remember and like, i other suck people at that it were, yeah <laughs> it's terrible because i because in german swiss german we don't do it like we just ignore that whole part so that mm-hmm. like they actually had to teach us in school and it is the worst thing like i never to me i can say it in like a certain way like without short changing the ending or like changing the ending mm-hmm. in a wrong way and it still sounds perfectly fine to me and it is a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And there was one other thing I wanted to say. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, and the the capitalization we also do in, mm-hmm. not in Swiss German, but in High German, where okay. it's like all the nouns are big, are capitalized, all nouns. And then also there are certain rules, like if there's a certain preposition in front of a verb, then you also capitalize the verb. And so mm-hmm. there's just a, it's basically a whole list of rules. If you know it, you're good. But then okay. for like for every rule, there's also an exception. And, but yeah, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Sherman is complicated. I, I don't know. I don't feel like I speak it or I'm not particularly great at it, but I don't really <laughs> use it much anymore either. Mm-hmm. So like I used it a lot in high school. Like I would write essays in German and everything, but now because everything's in English, so I yeah. feel like, yeah, and then, like, in any, like, casual situation, I should speak Swiss German. So I don't really use it that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. And maybe I would mention that for the people that might be surprised that there is some, like, German, German, which, like, high German on Swiss German. You're not the only ones. I didn't know <laughs> that either before I met Lauren. What do you so, mean? That's a good... That I didn't know. I thought it's just, like, there's German. And I knew oh, that, like, okay. in Switzerland, people talk, like, German and English, whatever. You have a lot of languages. <laughs> but I didn't know that there's, like... Swiss version of it. I don't it. even know what to call it. Yeah. Like, a part of German, like, adjusted German mm-hmm. something. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, I just wanted to say, if someone's surprised, <laughs> don't worry, I was too. <laughs> so, now, for some words and phrases. You already know some, right? You know, like um, saying hi, Ahoy. right? Yes, I love that. <laughs> I, I have to say, I love English-speaking people talking Czech because I feel like they have a specific, I don't want to say an accent, but like a way that they pronounce stuff. And I just love how it sounds because I had a American coach, lacrosse coach, mm-hmm. and I just she was like kind of learning Czech as she went, like, practicing with us and it's just so cute so <laughs> i love this <laughs> i feel like mine sounds the exact same way that you say it it's i weird. mean it does it just have like a slight okay. like a thing to it which i love so nice. um and then we have many ways how to say hi do you know how you say good evening or good morning we also have like good day like in literal translation which is like maybe more formal way of saying hi you taught me that and i forgot okay dobri den dobri den yes and then wait that's we also good have, day yeah that's like literal translation dobri it's good day and, den. and we just then is yes. day yeah 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 so then like you use it when you say hi to someone um, I don't know, like a, s- a stranger or like somewhere in the office. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just like more formal way of saying hi. And then we have also ciao. Ciao. Yeah, which is like ciao, yeah. I guess. And it's like basically the same as ahoy. Mm-hmm. So I prefer ahoy. <laughs> no, I said <laughs> I said ahoy with like an <laughs> English accent now. <laughs> like that sounds interesting. What, yes this is what like learning many languages makes me do (laughs) um and then how are you is yaksemash yaksemash yes and then if you want to say like my name is lauren you say either like i am it's like the literal translation which Mm -hmm. is in english as well which is 
Yisem Loren. Yisem? Or Yisem. Ye- I, I say like Sem, but like the literal word is Yisem. But you just, you can just say Sem Loren. Sem Loren. Yes. Or if you want to say like my name is, is, well, we have another one actually. <laughs> um, okay. My name is, the literal translation is Yemenuise. Sorry. Yemenuise. Yemenuise. Loren, yes. Loren. This is fun. I but like th- this. <laughs> right? And then if you want to say... Um, wait, no, this is not the... I'm so stupid. This is not the literal... It's like a more of a verb of saying my name is. Mm-hmm. And then if you sa- want to say my name is, you say moje imeno je. It's like my name is. Moje imeno je. Again. <laughs> moje imeno je. Mojem imene je. Yes? Seriously? <laughs> that was difficult. This is so fun. Yeah. Moje so I guess these uh, basic stuff are just enough, right? I'm not going to be able to say the German <laughs> stuff. It's not that difficult. Um, okay. Should I? So you have more? No, no, no. You uh, can. Okay. Go. Okay. So hello is easy. We just say hello. Hello. Yes. And then, <laughs> well, we say like, hello, you can also say salut. Salut? Yes. That sounds like French salut. It is French. We just, we have a lot. So Shimon also has a lot of like French, like we say merci. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. high German, they don't say merci, but we say merci, like merci from, we just took it from the French. Really? We have a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Cause it's like so okay. close together. Mm-hmm. And so you can say hello, Sally, which is like more informal. And then, like, if you're mm-hmm. gonna talk to like somebody that you don't know or somebody that's like a person of authority, you will say Kriesach. What? Kriesach. 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 With a Kriesach. Sure. Or like, good day is Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I that- said with a really thick accent, but I know the word. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, and then if you want to like introduce yourself, you can either say I am. So that's easy. That's just Ibe. Mm-hmm. Christina. Ibe. Yes. See, that was perfect. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you can say my name is, which is Minamaish. Christina. Minamaish. Mm-hmm. And did you say anything else? I mean, I also wrote down like how to say like how are you, which would yeah. be the gates. The gates? Yes. And <laughs> then like you can say mir geht's gut, mir geht's schlecht, mir geht's gut is I'm good. Mir geht's gut? Yes. And when mir geht's schlecht is <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> mir geht's What? schlecht. Mir geht's schlecht? Mm-hmm. That's like not good. <laughs> Did you give me some other words? No, I think just that. The only other thing I think I know from German, but it might be the high one. I don't know. It's ich liebe dich. Yes. <laughs> That's good. And then and then I just know sprechen Deutsche, but I don't know if the sprechen is like the right, like I speak or is it just like to speak? I don't know. Ich spreche Deutsch. Ich spreche Deutsch. Yes. It's I speak German, yes. right? In Swiss German, you would say irede Deutsch. Yes. Okay. I know this sentence, but I can never use it because I can't speak. <laughs> so I was going to say, that's not a practical sentence to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then bye is choose. What? Choose. Oh, bye. Yeah. Choose. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's like similar to yeah, yeah. ours. That's easy. That's cool. Perfect. Um, And then I, in the end, I, I wanted to just like, I have a few sayings i would say maybe i don't know compared to like english and i've never heard this but it was on the website where (laughs) americans say it's all greek to me when they say something that they don't know about right Mm -hmm. and we say actually we say it is a spanish village for me like in literal translation i don't know why people say that yeah i don't know why (laughs) that's so random And then when you get speechless, we don't say we got speechless, but we say that we have a 
Dumplings. Oh my goodness. <laughs> nice. Okay. So we don't say that we get speechless. We say we have a dumpling in our throat. Hmm. And the third thing I wrote down is that in English they say to kill two birds with one stone, whereas we say kill two flies with one head, which is basically like the same, but we have a little different. Yeah. That's interesting. So that's uh, the last, I guess, interesting thing. <laughs> Wait, I can me. also oh. give a couple of those. Yeah, you can. That okay. would be interesting. So I have one that's like quite typical is the, well, these are German, German, but jetzt geht's mm -hmm. um die Wurst, which mm -hmm. translates into English. And now it goes around the sausage or now it's about the sausage, depending on how you look at it. And it basically just means like all or nothing. Like if this doesn't work out, then like you're done. Mm -hmm. And then one that I feel like is very like popular is the Ich verstehe nur Bahnhof. Which mm -hmm. means I only understand train station. That's what I thought because when some trains go from Prague to like, they say Hausbahnhof or something like that. Uh, is yeah. that a train station or like city? Bahnhof is train station. Okay. And that basically means I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're saying. I don't understand okay. anything. I think that's the like most popular one. And then, I mean, we have other ones which are... Spring über deinen Schatten und über deinen Schatten springen, which means to jump over your shadow. And it basically means to like push yourself out of your comfort zone and to do something that, mm -hmm. that, um, you're scared of. I feel like those are the three most. I mean, we also say like if somebody's scared of something, we say they're a Angsthase, which basically means they're mm -hmm. like a fear rabbit. I don't know mm -hmm. why we connect that. <laughs> yeah. And when somebody's like crazy, you say, Du hast nicht mehr alle Tasten im Schrank, which basically means you you don't have all of your cups in the cupboard anymore. Which I don't <laughs> know why, but it like it means like your something in your brain is off. And yeah, I mean there's a lot more on these on this list, but those are like yeah. a couple of them. And now is the time for me asking Will questions. Oh, true. So my question is, um, what is your favorite thing that you've done while being, ugh, I can't even speak, while being at home, like now on your Christmas break? Um, let me think. Honestly, like this is super. Obviously, all the things I did were fun, like the ice skating, the the Christmas, New Year's, all those things. But one thing that I've been enjoying is like my my friends. Well, specifically, like, the friend that lives closest to me. We, I don't know when this started, but I think just probably at the at the end of high school when we were super, super stressed out because exams and everything, mm -hmm. we started just going for walks whenever we were, like, stressed out out of our minds. And we have, like, this one, like, traditional route. Like, we both know where exactly we're going. We go around the field and then back and then back through the houses. And it's just this route that we always take. <laughs> And then, like, after, like, high school passed everything, we would just do it, like, occasionally. Like, sometimes when we were having a crisis about something, but also just, like, sometimes for fun. And we've been doing that. Like, we started doing that again. And that's been nice. Just because it's, like, it's a tradition. And it started Aww. years ago. And I don't know. It's just nice. And we just talk about literally anything and just go on this, like, one nice little route that we always have. And de depending on how much we have to talk about, we do it, like... Five times the same circle, but <laughs> so that's been nice. Yeah, and then obviously that's like so everything else, just seeing people, and the ice skating was also a lot of fun. Just because my grandparents are hilarious, like they're literally. <laughs> my sister and I, we got back afterwards, and like we sat down in like my mom's room, like she was already in bed, and we gave her like the whole rundown of everything that they said and everything, and they're just like. I mean, separately, they're, like, also hilarious. But together, it's just, like, a com comedic, like, duo. Like, it's fantastic. It was the most entertaining mm -hmm. thing ever. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So probably those two. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the end of our episode. And we also just remembered something after we did the whole week review thing. We realized that we just got our, like, final, final grade 
um, this morning of the last class that we did the final exam for, but we hadn't gotten to grade for yet. And we both got a good grade, so we both passed. So we've officially yes. passed every single passed course the of the first semester, semester and we're a little done. little clap for us. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured we could end on this good news. Yeah, I'm proud of us. Me too. We did really well. Yeah. Even though we had a mental breakdown about this last <laughs> Every five minutes. <laughs> we did it. If you like this podcast and want to support us, share with your friends. Follow our IG account at Two Strangers Two Friends or leave us a review giving us your thoughts on the podcast. If you want to get in touch, all of our contact information is in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye.